Because we're forgetful, people throw out their negativity at us, their expectations at us, we just grab it, grab it, grab it, forgetting our real purpose. So don't let other people's opinions define what you're gonna do and what you're capable of doing. Ask yourself this, like people who are spewing negativity at you, right? Yeah. People who are negative towards you, you have to ask yourself, what place are they coming from? That they are spewing that negativity at you, that, that, that hate at you. What is it? Like, we have to ask ourselves this. I have a theory. Mm -hmm. What's your theory? A person who's going out of their way to be negative is either going through something so bad yeah. and they're just lashing out, right? Or they're projecting insecurities that reflect themselves onto you. Hey, I did deadly episode, huh? What? Oh my God. Deadly boys. Navigating negativity. I know y'all see the new talk your hawk sign. I, I do. See it. I know y'all see it. You see it. Hey. I know you do. Yes, you do. Come on. <laughs> Hey man, deadly episode, huh? Allah is very deadly, mashallah. What are we talking about, haters? No, we talking about negative people. Hello. Tell them. <laughs> Come on. Hey man, Stop like, being negative, be positive. Be positive, be optimistic. Spread the love. Optimistic, not what? Pessimistic. Boom. Come on, y'all. That's a bar. Hey, connecting Bars. negativity, talking about positivity as youth, connecting it with the faith. How to be optim how to be optimistic, how to handle negativity when people are being negative towards mm. you. Telling you to sympathize with the haters because they going through something. You great, just know that. You capable, you smart, you intelligent, you are loved by somebody, mm -hmm. appreciated by somebody. Facts. And if y'all don't know this, we love you for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you my brothers and sisters in Islam. Come on. Yes, sir. Inshallah, tapping into this episode. Great discussion. Very true. See you on And the don't forget. Like the video and thank you so much for the thousand subscribers on YouTube. Well, I appreciate you guys. Right, go ahead, like before you tap in, share at the end of the episode, and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Assalamu alaikum. I'm your host Idris. And I'm your host Abdi Karim. And y'all tuning in to another episode of Talk Yahak. Y'all see it. The brothers are back. What they see, bro? I see lights. Hey, I know y'all see the lights in the background. For those who are tuning on Apple Podcasts, y'all missing out, hop on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Come tap in, see what these lights looking like. These lights looking magnificent. You know, mashallah, we just bought this sign. Got off Amazon. Shameless plug, you know what I'm saying? Come you know what I'm on. Saying? So, alhamdulillah. You feel me? Hey, how you been, bro? Wallahi, alhamdulillah, bro. How you uh -huh. been, bro? Bro, chilling, chilling, chilling. Finish uh -huh. school. Summertime. All that stuff. Summer, man. It's hot, bro. It, that's the thing. Seattle's bipolar. Yeah, Craziest yeah, bipolar weather ever nah, seen. Nah, but when it's summertime, bro, Seattle's hot. That's the thing, though. In Seattle, like, it could be summer. Yeah. It'll be hot one day. Hi. The next morning, you wake up, it's raining. you just like, wasn't it 80 Yola, degrees, 90 degrees? Lying, bro. bro, and I don't know. It'll say, what, 70 degrees, but it feels like 90. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, because, no, nah, Seattle ain't really meant for the hot. Like, it, it's not, you know, it's not a hot place. Yeah. So when it get hot, it just, it shows you. Yeah, the thing I like about it, it's not humid. Yeah. You know, like That's Minnesota, the one thing. Like, Minnesota is humid. Yeah. Because it ain't. Even Dubai, bro. Du you ever been to Dubai? Nah. Bro, Dubai Plan be on it, humid, though. bro. Be humid. Plan on it. I'm trying to go out there, too, inshallah. Hiya. Right, What's the summer plans, bro? You know what I'm saying? Probably go to Lake Salan a couple of times. Solid. A couple I, times, hiya. Yeah, because Lake Salan is. It's beautiful, yeah. And it's close Dope. by. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to have to slide with you to Lake Chelan. Let me know when you're going, huh? Bet. Might vlog a little bit time, of it. Same I'm, I'm planning for us to go fishing soon, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah, make bro, that happen. I, I miss that water, bro. Bro, you know how long it been since I last time went fishing? Last time I went fishing was <sighs> not this Ramadan. Because we don't fish in the winter. La it, was, it was last Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was last Ramadan, and we were catching, what was it, trouts. 
don't know if you oh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember in Kent. Yeah, that, yeah, um, that, was, that was the last time you fished. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Hey, we got to make that happen, bro. Inshallah. Yeah, bro, I miss fishing. Yeah, hold on. Me too, this bro. time, salmon. I actually want to catch a salmon. Oh, we got to be early this season, though. Yeah. Last time, we caught at the late end. Yeah. We so. was finding dead salmon. Oh, <laughs> Remember my you, God. You threw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You was like, yo, Akaso, Akaso, Akaso. All you see is the dead fish washed up. <laughs> no, it wasn't dead. Let me explain that to you. It wasn't dead. It wasn't dead? It wasn't dead. But it was on his way to die. The guy was just saying, let me go and die peacefully. Oh, snap. You know? Like, he was he was just heavy, but he wasn't swimming. Like Oh, uh, he, he wasn't like, fighting. Yeah, he was just like, He's hey, like, oh. man, if you just want to put me out the water, you can. I'll die, but I want to, you know, die swimming peacefully. <laughs> so I ended up letting him go. Okay. There yeah. You go. But it's disgusting. They look rotten. No, they look rotten. They look like a soggy. Hey, for those who've been fishing or know about salmon, y'all know. That's you know what I'm saying, but, but you should go fishing. Yeah, yeah, bro, it's very relaxing. A lot, very. You know what I'm saying? You get to drown out the mm-hmm. noise. You know what I'm saying? The drama, Everything, exactly. The negativity, all that stuff. Hey, Ooh. y'all see the transit? Hey, what happened there? You get to word drown play. out that. You know, wordplay. Wordplay. Drown out the negativity. You Come know what I'm saying? Leave. Catch the positivity. Exactly. So Alhamdulillah. So that leads us leads us to the topic. Yeah. Negativity. Navigating negativity. True. Man, it's easy to be negative nowadays, huh? Ah, that's interesting. It's easy to be negative. That's, I can agree to that honestly. Like I don't, I don't know why, bro. It's like negativity is the norm now. It's like it's like people are looking for the faults of others. Yeah. People are like cancel culture. Are you seen cancel culture? Nah, what's that? It's you never heard of cancel. You never heard of cancel culture. Cancel. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. Like, like where people like where they say you're canceled and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, I know that. So it's where people basically Yeah. They're picking and highlighting things from somebody's past or whatever, mm-hmm. no matter what positivity they may have contributed. Yeah. They just highlight the negatives. Mm-hmm. And I always found that interesting. Why? Why is it that we're so critical of other people highlighting tunneling tunneling in right so critical of other people but we're not critical about ourselves Pro- I, I don't know the way i see it's like probably we're more mentally like mentally defeated if that makes sense. what you mean by that like the reason why there's a lot of negativity and like how you said the cancel and everybody's like everybody's in e- everybody's in everybody's business Oof. You feel me? So why do you think that like that's mentally defeating? Because it's like we know that we want what they have. Mm. That like that drive and that like that like willing to want something and in ourselves we don't have it. You know somebody said somebody said something deadly, bro, because I was I was watching some guy like some ex expats or someone who teach English abroad. Yeah. And they say, Oh, like a struggle that you're gonna see is people will this is what people will do. It's like you go mm. to your high school reunion or something like that. Yeah. Um People, this is what he said. He said, people don't want to hear that you're doing better than them. This was something, I was like, well, this is interesting. He said, okay, you're going to think I'm cynical, whatever, but I'm going to tell you what it is. Yeah. When people ask you what you're up to, all this stuff, they want to hear that you are in some way doing less than them. I was like, whoa. Wow. I was like, that's so true, though. Right? Like, we don't want to admit it. Yeah. But think about it. That's true. I'm not even going to cap. It's like, it's like, as like that natural human being prideful right, part the pride, that comes yep, out. the ego. The ego that comes out is like, I know I want to be, you know, I know you're not doing better than me, so tell me what exactly you're doing. Mm. So I know, oh uh, yeah, I know. It gives me that self-ego boost. Right. Where I'm like, ah, oh, I'm better than him. Come on, look what he's doing, mm. you know? Yeah. Or she. Facts, facts, facts. 
You feel me? Right. So that's the way I see it. It's like, and I agree to that because it's so powerful, like, because it's true. Because I've like, you witnessed that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I never like thought of it in that way. Right. Where like, if you ask somebody how they doing, a lot of people when they ask, mm. I thought they just genuinely wanted to know how you been. Mm. But in reality, I never seen it from that perspective. If mm. that makes sense. No, I'm sure they do know. They want to know like how you been, but there's something there subconscious, mm. right? Maybe they don't know about that. I when he said that, it just definitely struck a chord. Yeah, like there's a lot of negativity out there. People comparing each other, bro. Like for example, I want to go into this. Like, bro. It depends on how you look at life a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're adults, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Like, when you're a kid, bro, you're oblivious. You're naive. Yeah, you don't really see anything. Life is play. You know what I'm saying? True. When you're older, though, what happens? <laughs> when life hits you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get, Very true. When you run into drama, you got family problems, you got relationship problems, you got bills. You got all these things, and you're expected to grow up. You got to make something out of yourself, true. right? So I feel like pressure comes. Do you think like when you become an adult, right? Like how you said, um, when people asking you, like how you doing it, but in reality, like somewhere deep down, it's just they want to check if they're doing better than you. Do you think that? I don't think that's everybody, bro. But yeah, I, that's I, not. I, uh, yeah, that's I think true. it depends on who it is. Like yeah. if you got high school reunion, a lot of people they you haven't been in touch with them. Yeah, they just knew you from high school. Yeah, but like let's say it's your homie, it's someone close to. They're asking how you been. They yeah. are inquiring of how you been. But if it's someone from back in the day or whatever, there's this natural competition in us. Not competition, but this insecurity. Mm-hmm. This is if you're insecure, maybe this yeah. inferiority yeah. complex, whatever. So I think that's kind of where it comes from. Yeah. My mm-hmm. question was, like, you know how you put that, like, into perspective of, like, growing up and right. having, you know, relationship problems, life problems. Right. Whatever it could be that the problem of you being an adult that you start to realize. Right. You feel me? That's in your face. Facts. Like, do you think... That in itself is a mechanism of coping. Oh, I think so. You feel I me? I definitely think it is. Yeah, because like you see it's a, a defense lot of yeah, mechanism. like you see a lot of people who go through struggle and stuff like that, and your way of like, and then you also yourself go through that same thing. So you knowing that you're doing better than them, it's like somehow like subconsciously in your brain is telling you you're fine. Mm. You're do- it's like you're coping with it, right? Because you yourself. But if that. you see somebody that just is excelling, becoming the better, best version of themselves. Yeah. You know, I posted, I posted on my Snapchat, bro, because, well, like, this, this was deadly. Mm-hmm. I said something, like, I said, yo, like, ask yourself this, like, people who are spewing negativity at you, right? Yeah. People who are negative towards you, you have to ask yourself, what place are they coming from that they are spewing that negativity at you, that, that, that hate at you? Mm. What is it? Like, we have to ask ourselves this. True. I, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. What's your theory? My theory is the fact that a person who's going out of their way to be negative mm-hmm. is either going through something so bad yeah. and they're just lashing out, right? Or they're projecting insecurities that reflect themselves onto you, right? The fact that they didn't chase their dreams. Mm. The fact that they didn't work the job that they wanted or got the degree that they wanted or the career. They're projecting that on you. Maybe people impose their beliefs on them when they were kids, right? So let's mm-hmm. let's talk maybe our parents or the community mm-hmm. parents, right? So in general, right? We're just gonna gloss this gloss over this, but like, yeah, they'll tell you what, get, you know, you got to do this. Maybe corporate job is the norm. You got to get a deg- a STEM degree or whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. why? This is the lucrative careers, right? Yeah. This is what they've been told, mm-hmm. or or whatever it's been. 
But let's say you want to do something else. Let's say you want to teach. Let's say you want to go to a different path. Right. Let's say you want to do videography. Let's say you want to do whatever. I I wonder how much of it is like. Can you really blame the parents, though? What do you mean by like? What do you think? Hmm? What do you think? I don't want to answer that quick. I don't want to be hasty. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't think you can honestly blame the parents for because in their minds, they have good intentions. Facts. You feel me? Facts. Yeah. But not. But then the one thing that I would say, you know, especially uh, what's it called? Immigrant parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? For for them to come from a place where they had nothing. Mm. Some people come from a war. Right. Some people come from a p- poverty places. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of immigrants come from that place. Right. So it's right? coming from a fear. Yeah, it's coming from a fear knowing that and at the same time that uh stigma they have around mm. America. Okay. You feel me? Cuz when why do people come to America? Opportunity. Boom. Yeah. You feel me? That's true. So the only opportunities they get to see is what? Mm. Engineering, nursing, right. all the jobs that pay well. Right. So the parents, their one thing they tell you is, hey, I struggled all my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I was signing papers, filling papers. I was standing in line just for my kids to have a better opportunity. Right. You feel me? Facts. And now, now these days, think about it. Right. Like, not to bash, like our, you know, what I'm saying our generation. Yeah. But not a lot of them are really following their dreams. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Although, you're right, because it, it it also can be a negative thing, coming from the parent, because it has to do with the fact that they're not letting you discover yourself. Okay, so they're they're kind of molding you into how they want they instead want. of letting you That's become your own person. Like, like you discovering yourself and what really. You know what I'm saying? Makes you happy. Because I remember one day, um, what's it called? I remember our, our principal we were pl- at Garfield, when I was at Garfield. Uh-huh. So we were hiring co- uh, coaches, uh-huh. okay? So the principal decided to let us, the players, hire the coach we want. Mm. You feel me? So he You had, guys got to hire your own coaches. Yeah. That was deadly. So that was it was a very dope experience. I remember. So the like a bunch of coaches would come yeah. after school. So we would be in the gym, right? Yeah. That's for all the all the football teammates. Yeah. And so there's one coach in particular. Yeah. He came and he literally straight up first told us, he said, I'm this is not a job for me. Mm. You feel me? Mm. A job is a nine to five. You hate a nine to five. A career, something you love to do. You wake up every day wanting to do it. That's deadly. You feel me? Yeah. So that's exactly what our generation is looking for. Mm. You feel me? Right. That passion to wake up every day to be like, hey, I love my, I love going to my job. Right. Whatever it could be. But then when it comes to your parents having that, like, shape and molding you of, for a male, you're an engineer. For a girl, you're a doctor. You're a nurse. Nurse. They doctor. do that doctor, nurse, whatever. Whatever, yeah. whatever you could, medical field. As long as you, inste- like, as long as you're in any degree that they think is, like, lucrative. Boom. Right. That gets you money right. to do what? Take care of them. Stability. Family. I think their big thing is stability. Yeah. So being financially stable right. is the one thing that your parents think about. Right. Because Not they came from an extremely traumatic exactly. experience. Not only for them, for right. you. Because they know how hard it was for them not to 
have those opportunities Thanks. and still make something out of it. Mm. Even though they know they don't want you to have that same struggle they did. Right. They in their heads, they don't have. So then th that, in our like as a t like as what's it called our generation like in our group the yeah. 201999 babies uh -huh. even older than that right you know when you have your parents tell you hey you know so you can only be this mm. you become um what's the word i'm looking for rebellious mm. there you go that's what i was looking. you become more rebellious right towards the dreams that they want to have for you right because you're like that's not my dream yeah yeah so you know what i'm saying so then that puts the, that's the negativity of like from the parents it's like they tell you to do this and you you have a, a different avenue of you taking you your own become. dream so therefore that brings you down right because who's your number one support your family boom and they're the first ones that mold you or you're the they're the first ones that you grow up upon so it's your like for example let's say as a baby you're pure right yeah then your parents you come out about you give mm -hmm. them labels you know what i'm saying you give them expectations you're giving uh a sense of identity True. that's given to you. Yeah. And then what? You go to school. You become institutionalized. Yeah. Then you got more labels. You interact with your friends. What are the norms? What are the customs? Mm -hmm. Right? I think that those things, those norms, some of them serve us. Right? They're positive. They're in terms of society. This is how we should function. This is how we, a man should do. This is how what a woman should do. Boom. Yeah. Right? This is how you thrive in a culture, in a community. And then you got negative aspects of that. Mm. People telling you, you can't do this. You can't do that. Can't do what? What? Um... Let's say, like, for example, when I was doing MSA, mm -hmm. the Muslim Student uh, Association, yeah. at, at, at our school, I remember people telling me, um, people that were very close to me, mm -hmm. one person, I'm going to say one person that was very close to me, and out of fear said, you know, I'm worried for you, I'm worried that, you know, they're going to be labeled, you're going to, it's real fears, mm -hmm. right? Uh, insecure and this is the thing about insecurities yeah what squashes dreams bro is fears and sometimes the fears that we have about our own selves yeah we put that upon those we love most true and i think when it comes from someone you love the most amongst the most mm -hmm. it, it just limits you true but i was given permission by someone that i love dearly that mm -hmm. told me no you can do this no mm. you could do that no go ahead try this no go ahead try that as long as it wasn't detrimental do this do that discover yourself so I feel like there's two extremes that you can go. Mm -hmm. You can go someone that just doubts you and limits you on everything you can do. Yeah. Confines you, right? And either you become rebellious mm -hmm. or you become so rigid and tame to the point where you're living a life that you don't even want to live for yourself. Boom. And it just becomes a job, a nine to five. Boom. Or you hate it. Boom. You feel me? That's and that was the thing. And it was like, even with MSA itself, mm. like, you know what I'm saying? We got more negativity, not only from some people who are close to us. Right. In the school. Yes, that's true. Like, for example, we can go into that story. Like, you um, feel me? we want to do that poetry. Yeah. And the poetry was titled, I Am Not a Terrorist. Boom. Right. And I remember the principal Ooh. at the time, right? Mm -hmm. She didn't want us to do it. Why? Mm -hmm. Because she said it's going to cause what? A mob mentality against yeah. you guys. You know, security is going to be an issue. True. But what did we have? We had supporters. Oh, we had Miss Semrock. I remember that day. Like, I would never forget that day. I don't think I could ever forget that mm, day. Go into it, bro. Because we had people who did not know us, didn't live with us. Right. Literally stood there and cried so in front hard. of the principal and said, no. Non-Muslims. Non-Muslims. That was a Allah That was like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen where they were like, these kids have a message to tell. 
Right. No matter how you feel or not. Right. These kids' messages will spark people's minds. I think, well, and that's the deadly thing. You know, I see a trend, Abdi. Mm-hmm. Fear in fear. Yeah. That is what drives a lot of nev- negativity. True. Fear that someone's going to pass you. Fear that somebody's going to uh, overshadow you. Mm-hmm. Fear that, um, you know, your safety or your job is going to be compromised. Yeah. Fear that you're going to be pushed away by those that you love. Fear is what a lot of these negativity comes from. And you know, bro, if we look at it from the deen perspective, who mm-hmm. should we be fearing? Allah. And what like, bro? Oh, I had something going to, to say going with to, that. Going you to. know what I'm saying? Can I remember? Remember the video I showed you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Which one? When it come, uh, that video of that pastor oh, talking gotcha, about, yeah. and when when it, when you said we should only fear Allah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. So as human beings, we fear to take the next step because mm. we don't see where it takes us. You feel me? Deadly. So we ask God, what's our plan? Subhanallah. And I remember that video you showed yep. me where if God reveals every plan for you, it would be too much. Boom. Like, well, like, that's the thing. Imagine all the hardship, all the struggles, all the trials, the journey you're going to have to tread on your own. Yeah. Imagine if it was put on a platter, you're going to go through all this. Boom. And at the same time, you yourself would create another solution, another pathway mm. where you want, you you start to not even trust God because you're like, this is not the right plan you have for me. <laughs> right. You feel me? Subhanallah. So, it's so you just so have to crazy. tread it and you have to, see, there's another thing. You're supposed to fear God, but what else are you supposed to do? Trust God. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So, subhanAllah. You feel me? That's, that's like fear and trust. I think negativity comes from insecurity, fear, and lack of trust. Mm-hmm. And I think that can come from the external environment. Your environment telling you, like putting you down. Yeah. Right? And then you have that reflecting in the internal. Boom. Where? How do you, let's go into that. Okay. How does the external influence the external negativity that you just shoved with all in your face? How does that inform the internal perception? How you feel about yourself, your capacities in your life? I mean, like coming from, like I could give an example of me, how it really affected me internally. Right. Where I would say where when I was in high school, I had a teacher call me dumb. Mm. Like, I wasn't smart enough to do anything. Mm. You feel me? That was more an external thing where it happened to me, where someone told me I wasn't this. Mm. But when I looked in the mirror, right. I believed it. You internalized that belief. that Boom. what that person said Exactly, because I'm looking at myself and like, I don't have the right grades. Mm. Maybe you are dumb. You feel me? Right. So it's those negative comments that you hear, those right. negative comments that, comes from other people Facts. and it gets to you and it's like yo then you inter-, you know what i'm saying i feel like the number one dangerous thing oh, yeah? at the same time could be a good thing is when you look at yourself in the mirror mm. or when you talk to yourself mm. alone because a lot of people people don't notice is who's the number one person you really talk to the most right yourself right in the form of your thoughts exactly you, right. you say maybe is this right for me and stuff like that right so when you actually are doubting alone, yourself exactly that's where it becomes dangerous when you're alone mm. You feel me? You have so many thoughts that go through your head so. and you you remember what people have said about you mm. and you internalize it to see if that is true. Mm. You feel me? I feel you, bro. So it's like that's what that that's what happened to me. Yeah. And thank God, you know what I'm saying? I had a mentor who really I I told him, I said, Yo, this is what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? And he so. told me straight up, You believe that? Mm. There's no way you believe that. Having good grades actually make you smart. It don't make you smart. It shows so that guy. Of your effort. Exactly. That effort he put in. Right. You feel me? So, and that's when I really started realizing it's like, yo, this is life. Mm. No matter what it is you do, no matter where you go, no matter 
what it is you want to do, whatever it is you yeah. do, there's always going to be that people that says, hey, you suck at it. You're not good at this. You're not that. Right. But in all honesty, oh, yeah? you're there for a reason. Mm. So figure that purpose out for yourself. Your own mm. purpose. Exactly. Besides the opinions of other people. Exactly. So don't let other people's opinions define define what you're going to do and what you're capable of doing. Deadly, Allah. Deadly, bro. You feel me? But I think it's like, you can't help it. I mean, like, think about it. True. You As a I kid, agree. as a kid, because a lot of these is as a kid. Yeah. You know, the the beliefs that you formed around yourself that you've internalized. I think it's how do, how can you, once that, like, let's say negative, something negativity hits you. Yeah. It's going to sting. Like, bro, as much even myself, like, I'm a guy who generally, I shrug things off. Yeah. But some things are just so low where it hits you like this. Really? Mm-hmm. It's like that? I feel it a lot. Like when you get betrayed, like yeah. it hurts. And then, you know, like well, I had even talked to, I talked to, you know, Sheikh Fat, OG. Mm-hmm. I love my brother, mashallah, subhanAllah. And, you know, well, I, you know, he said to me, he said, Dries, when people say negative things about you, mm-hmm. when people say this, I said, he said, the thing is, if people are going to say that about you and whoever they say it to, they were going to believe it anyways. Because they were looking for something negative about you. Wow. That's what he said. I was like, that is so deadly. And he says the people who are upon the truth, right? They're not, you know, they're not like looking under you on the magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. They're not a person of negativity and and really just problems. Yeah. They would be able to sift through what is true. True. And what is fabricated. True. And he even said to me, he said, the problem was him. people said negative things about him as well. Mm-hmm. People tarnished him. People betrayed him. Mm-hmm. And guess what he did? He took his problems to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It affected him. Mm-hmm. You know, subhanAllah, he even recited a verse to me. I can't even say it on top of my head. But it was Allah acknowledging how the Prophet felt about the people saying those things about him. Mm. And ensuring that the reward that he's going to be getting is in the akhirah. True. So it's like when negative negativity comes to us or issues come to our life, we're like, man, I'm not getting justice, man. True. <laughs> like life is not about getting justice. Even like how you talked about the Prophet, so, like so. where he would have people tarnish him, hate him and stuff like mm. that. The crazy thing was, I don't know if it's true, you know what I'm saying, Allah Alam, right. but he made dua for them to get on the right path. Mm. Like if that makes sense. Yeah, he would. You feel me? He would make dua for them, yeah. Exactly. Where it's like, our own prophet, right. where Allah loves the most. He's the lo- last prophet that Allah loves the most. Mm. You feel me? Right. People would hate him, and he would still be like, you know what? You can hate me all you want. I still love you. Mm. The city that rejected him, he was offered that the whole city would be wiped out. Wiped out. Literally overthrown. Mm. But he said, no. Inshallah, the, their progeny will be Muslims. That whole place is Muslim to this day. Look at that. Look at that. You feel me? So it's like, it's so crazy to the point where like, like let's say, even for people who are negative, right? Uh, yeah. Like they come at you and say, oh, you're this and you're that. Right. How would you react it, mm. to that thing? When Someone's when, being negative to me. Right. What's the reaction? You know what I'm saying? Right. Boom. Like what's, what would I, how do I yeah. react? You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it ain't no, you, <laughs> you act negative to me and I'm act positive to you. Mm. It's gonna be that negative to negative I'm type of the negativity. You feel and me? And I think, well, I, I think sometimes this is another thing, bro. Like, what I've had to do is like, you know, when negativity comes, you say like, I'm gonna cut this person off. You've been betrayed. I'm gonna cut this person yeah. off. Yeah. 
I think for me, I don't necessarily cut people off, but I distance myself. Mm. Cutting people off is like, I want nothing to do with you, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. I'm hot, I'm mad, yeah. whatever. I think distancing yourself is emotionally distancing yourself because you know that this person is not necessarily, you're able to trust them. Mm. And why aren't you able to trust them? This is what I posted on my Snapchat. I said, a lot? I said, do you trust yourself? Ask yourself this. Can you trust yourself to do what you need to do? What's good for you? Are you good for yourself? Mm. Now, when people are talking down on you, when people are being negative towards you, yeah. ask yourself, is this person good for themselves? Well, mm. I ask yourself, because if this same person is not good for themselves, how can you expect them to be good for you? Looking at your best interest. True. Because if they're not acting upon what's on their own best interest, by yeah. taking care of themselves, by not doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing that, holding themselves accountable. Yeah. How do you think they're going to treat you? It's never, what I found, mm. it's never people who are doing good for themselves tearing you down. I've never seen that. Tell me if you've experienced this. That's true. People, people who, who are, usually yeah. are doing good and they're doing good for themselves want you to be at the same level as them. Yeah. Or no, they don't want you to be at the same level. They want you to push yourself to be at the best level that you can do. Boom. Because what you acknowledge is everybody's on their own journey. Exactly. So My form like of success, it like everyone has this label of success, right? Like the parents tell you, you got to be this, you got to be that. Mm-hmm. No, your definition of success, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote your path. Mm-hmm. Your journey is your journey. My journey is my journey. All I'm going to push you is say, Adi, be the best man you could be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the best man I could be. But it, it isn't really about that, though. It's more of that competitive part where if you yourself is the best where you're at, right. I'm going to try to be beat that. Mm. You feel me? And make you feel like... But that's toxic itself. Like th- that's where the negativity comes from. Right, but that that's toxic. I think, in what way are we competing? I think if you, what you should be competing is competing in your, like... I know, I know this is in the Quran somewhere, or amongst the. I know, I'm pretty sure it's in the Quran, but yeah. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is pushing us to compete in religiosity, mm. in our deen, in piety. Yeah. Or if, or it's a hadith. Allah alam. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. But it's Ilahi pushing us. We should. Well, if we're going to be striving for anything, yeah. Strive in khair. Mm. If you're going to compete, strive in goodness. What are we competing for in dunya? You know what I'm saying? But it's it's sad, but it's true. Yeah, that's true. You feel me? Facts. It's sad, but it's true though. People do have that compete. Like this might be a horrible analogy, yeah. but like cars, for instance. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Like BMW wants to be better than Mercedes. Mercedes wants to be better than BMW. Mm. It's that competitive. Or the people driving them. Boom. The neighbors get a new car. Oh, where my new car? At? See. Comparison. Yep. You're right. So it's like yes, you yourself, you're happy and you're you. Are, are doing the best where you could be at. Facts. But just know that if, like, let's say, if someone sees that, mm. right, they see that, okay, this person, they're uh, happy, they're content with what whatever they have, and they're happy with the best that they can do. Right. Right? Right. I see that, and they're striving me to be the best I can. I'm at my level. Now, in my head subconscious, I'm going to think, oh, yeah, I want to be better than him for a bit. So he can notice, yeah, I'm doing better. Mm, I think that's just toxic. Where does the, the person has to ask himself, where does that come from? That probably comes from trauma, bro. Mm. That probably comes from their parents telling you you're not good enough or your siblings doing this. Why you're not doing that? 
it probably came from that. Your, why yeah. your cousin's doing this? Why are you not doing that? True. It's something that they've been taught that this is okay, that this is normal mm-hmm. to belittle yourself in comparison with somebody who's doing their own thing, Very which true. you should be doing. Exactly. So first of all, heal that trauma because something happened there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But how do you heal that trauma? Like, in all right. honesty, though, because it happens when but it comes I have to a parents. Lot. I have a lot, and I dealt with a lot. Yeah. Right? Because, bro, I had a rough childhood. I'll be honest with you, right? Mm-hmm. And subhanAllah, bro, how I navigated that was just for one, finding out who I am, mm-hmm. what I want out of this life. Yeah. Right? And what is my purpose in this life? Okay. But look, if you're not even addressing who you are, mm-hmm. besides the confinements that people put on you, yeah. what you want out of this life, mm-hmm. right? You've just been following, the going with the flow, yeah. right? Then what do you expect? So I think for me, bro, what I did was I had to acknowledge my purpose. And will lie until I acknowledged my purpose, which was, yo, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put me on this earth only to worship him. Like, mm. we stress ourselves out. Yo, well, I we stress ourselves out. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like, we put too much expectations on ourselves. Can I simplify your meaning of life here? I'm going to just make it, I'm going to make it easy for you. Mm-hmm. Your purpose on this life is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's it. Yeah. And how you navigate this life when you work, when you have hobbies, when you have free time, when you do your leisure. Yeah. All that is on the same journey to what? The grave. Very true. So when you acknowledge that your why, your fundamental purpose mm-hmm. is towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you realize life is simpler than you're making it. It's the United States, but we live out here. We've been put, <laughs> you know, we can get into the technicalities of capitalism and all these notions, mm-hmm. right? That make us get caught up in the rat race and never enjoy the present moment. Yeah. But when you enjoy the, I feel like the salat, but think about the salat, five times a day you just detoxing. Well, I, like, think about it. Mm-hmm. That five times a day, you're just like, okay, what is my purpose? I'm like, oh, I'm having a conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a yeah. check-in because what? We're forgetful. Mm. So I think because we're forgetful, people throw out their negativity at us, their expectations at us. We just grab it, grab it, grab it, forgetting our real purpose. Wow. Right? But that's what I realized for myself, bro. Okay. You know? And I have to constantly remind myself. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I get caught up with school, right? Mm-hmm. I get caught up with work. I get caught up with this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I always have to remember at the end of the day, yeah, all this is tied up with one singular purpose. It is my weed. Is it's my meeting with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That's true. You that can't bring, take a right. What's that thing they say? You can't take a U-Haul in a hearse. You can't wait. What was it? Is that how it goes? Yeah, I think it's like you can't take a U-Haul in or a you, hearse. No, no, no. It's you've never seen a U-Haul follow a hearse to the grave. True. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to take your belongings, your possessions with you to, None the, of that. to the grave. The only thing you take is you. And your deeds. Boom. So what have you done? What lives have you impacted? True. What, what goodness have you left on the hearts of people, the minds of people? So for the people who are being negative and who are very judgmental with towards others who are doing something, or let's say if they want to do something in their life, mm. you know what I'm saying? And you're out here just... Yeah, you can't do that. Da, 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 whatever it is that you want to say, right? Let them, fu- you know what I'm saying. Figure out what your purpose is. Mm-hmm. Your purpose shouldn't have to do with you acknowledging someone's success or wanting to be successful and using their definition of success for your own as because a measurement stick. The one thing is when you do that, mm. I I noticed like like when you when you take the time to evaluate other people's success or you. You know what I'm saying? Take down somebody who wants... You know what I'm saying? Talk negatively to someone who wants to do something. Right. Right? That only slows you down in the race. On your own journey. Boom. Because why? Your path is here. 
this road to somebody else. You start walking on their road. Yeah. And at the end, you have to realize, damn, I have to go backwards just to get on back on mine. Wow. So you wasted your time. Exactly. So I think the reason why this is so important, Abdi, for us is because we're youth. Mm-hmm. Imagine realizing that at a young age. Instead of having a midlife crisis. Exactly. Hopefully we don't experience that. When you're 30, 40 and you're... And realize I've been, I've been living a life that's not mine this whole time. Boom. May Allah protect us. Allah, I mean... So, bro, right now while we're young... Yeah. We're right now while we're 20, I think find out your purpose now. I think people say, you know, I'm going to get like this. The, the whole danger of this idea is people saying, I'm going to get on the dean when I'm 30. Yeah. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do my dirt. And then I'm going to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. That's first of all, that's predicated on the fact that you're going to live. Until then, that's one. Ooh. But how far off the rails will you go? Will you even think, oh, I want to go back to that? No. You're probably going to be so off the rails, you're not going to recognize that road. Mm-hmm. Or think you're even able to tread that road. Mm. So before you went too deep, start making your way back. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So right now, inshallah, while you... And even if you've been... There's no such thing as too deep. As long mm-hmm. as you're alive, yeah. you need, you are still obligated to come back. Mm. You There's no such thing. As long as you're alive, you have the capacity to come back. If you don't, then it's because you didn't want to. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So Allah, while you're young, find out your purpose. Yeah. And your purpose is tied to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Get on that path. Yeah. And I think that by itself, seeking refuge with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and knowing your purpose, that will protect you from so much evil and negativity. You feel me on that? That's true. Allah, I'm not, you're not even lying when it comes to that whole idea. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, so much, it's like, like you said, so many of us are really focused on, the, you know what I'm saying? Dunya. Mm. Mm. You feel me? Facts. Like, we're all so, you know, subjugated to be like, I want to live a better life. Mm. You feel me? SubhanAllah, bro. And the one thing, remember that whole saying that you also used to tell me, mm. if you forget Allah, Allah will make you forget yourself. And that's in the Quran. SubhanAllah. You feel me? Facts. So, like, Because your innate nature, who you are. Exactly. Knowing yourself is linked to knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You Boom. say, how do I find myself? I don't know myself. Start finding out who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, your source. That is your beginning. The first thing that Allah wants us to do is what? Submit. No, yeah, exactly. But, you know what I'm but saying? Think then about he'll this. show you your path. Right. So th- think about... Like the path has been outlined. That's what we don't. Like, yeah. Alhamdulillah made it so easy. The thing, the question then becomes: It's like, mm, how do I say this? There is something I wanted to say for two go seconds, ahead. but go, go ahead if you were thinking about. No, something. no, no. Go ahead. I'm gonna think about it. Like, what's it called? You remember how I just said submit and stuff like that, and we like a couple of. Right. I don't know how long this so far is going on. Forty for minutes it. so far. But how we talked about um the whole idea of me saying that. When everybody wants to go on their own journey and they're afraid to take that first step, and they always ask God, "What is my plan?" and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Where I was like, God tells you first to submit, mm. then I show you your plan. Mm. You feel me? So it's like we always ask God, God, where do you want to take me? But what is the one thing they never do before they ask that? Trust in Allah. Do, do I submit to God? Right. You know what I'm saying? Do I trust God? Facts. Before I take that step. You ain't going to take no step blindly unless mm. you know what exactly you're taking. But you forget that you don't have that trust in the line. You just keep going. And in life, there's one thing that I've learned. If something is easy, mm. it ain't meant for you. SubhanAllah. Yeah, bro. SubhanAllah. Yeah, I appreciate you highlighting that with light. Just submitting, in Allah, submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. Trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is all told in the Quran. Very true. Be patient. Trust in me. You know? You know, f- follow, the, follow. Obey. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's it's a well, lie, it's a protection. Yeah, like people will lie. This is the thing I never understood. Like where I got to understand actually, and now it's hard for me to even imagine a life mm. without this dean. 
Because well, everything is so chaotic. Mm. Everything is so negative. Everything I have, I'm telling you, bro. True. All the trials I faced in my life. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for this religion, I'd be off the rails. Wallahi, my life, the mm-hmm. little life I've lived so far, Wallahi, when I look back on it, it's a miracle. Yeah. Mashallah. Because I say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's given me amazing people in my life, friends in my life, family in my life, mm-hmm. um, lessons, hardship. And like that hardship made me who I am. Mm-hmm. That hardship, alhamdulillah, it pushed me. That negativity, that negativity, from that negativity, positivity came from it. True. You know, bro, someone said to me, this is deadly, right? Yeah. He said, man, think about it. You know, everyone acting tough. You know, life will make you tough. Very you know true. What I'm saying? Acting hard, acting reckless, acting aggressive, maybe, yeah. uh, more angry. Mm-hmm. Why? Because life kind of made you like that. It kind of make you have more trust issue, more negative, whatever. You know, not give people the dem- benefit of the doubt. Trust issue becomes, become very cynical, especially when you have a lot of negative experiences. Mm-hmm. The person told me this. He said, it's easy to be hard, act like you tough. It's easy because life made you like that. You know what's hard doing? Uh-huh. Because of those hardships, overcoming that, not letting it make you hard as well as the trials, but make you become kind and gentler mm. and more giving and more charitable instead of withholding, locking down, being afraid to give. And well, that was deadly to me, bro. Why, why, why would you say that is a deadly thing? that Because, bro, like, okay, when you see people who go off the rails, right? Mm-hmm. People... It's because why? Like they they suffered. Yeah, they suffered. So you simply like man, it, life made, life took them that way, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, sim- I hurt with them, but it's like then there's a few other people, right? That you see like a normal trajectory, like oh, you've been through it, yeah, over here, right? But then there's another group set of people when hardship when life beats them down, mm-hmm. they do something that not many people do. They transcend that. Mm. They act more positive. They're more giving. Yeah. They're more loving. They're more compassionate. Yeah. You know why they're more compassionate? Why? Because they give that compassion because they know they needed it when they were in that hurt. Instead of being harsh to those people. So understanding the fact that you went through this thing, someone else can go through the same thing you did. Or worse. Or worse. And you're just out there being kind because you know that when you were there, nobody was there, but you loved for someone to be, be there. there. How hard is it to do that? That is the Very. hard thing. Very hard. Like you talk about gangster. That's gangster, bro. Yeah. You are here transcending negativity. Yeah. And you know, it's like a, remember I told you it's like a stream. Like our desires, yeah. our desires a lot of time are detrimental. Like if Very we acted true. on what we wanted, best believe I acted on what I wanted. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't recognize me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We're all like that. We all have our demons, bro. True. You know what I'm saying? But how, how, how disciplined are you for one? Mm-hmm. When those desires come, you act on it. It's a natural stream. Yeah. But to go against it, that's upstream. You mm. gotta physically struggle for that, bro. Very true. I'm telling you from experience. That's why they say. That's why Allah says that. You know what I'm saying? With struggle comes beauty. Mm. You feel me? No, no, no. Allah Subhanahu says, um, with every Allah Subhanahu says, with, with every hardship, hardship comes ease. Oh, uh, comes ease. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, like, well, what do they say? Um, what is what is it? Um, jihad. Mm. Feel me? Hardship. Mm. Struggles. You held enough. Feel me? It's a physical struggle. Boom. Everybody experiences. It's not like you're the only person that experience experiencing that. You feel me? Hello. 
So that's what you have to remind yourself because sometimes you feel like you're the only one going through a struggle. Everyone yeah. on social media making it seem like they're living their best life. Mm-mm. Nah. Somewhere deep down, they hurting as well. Everybody's hurting. You feel me? You but know, the only I, way. Pray on people's success. Pray on people's happiness. Just yeah. like you want your own happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, people would be negative, bro, and not be getting on people. Well, that's true. And the one thing that, like, is interesting is the fact that, like, how do I say this? Um, what was I was going to say, like, when we talked about jihad and all that stuff, because how hard it is for someone to be happy with, or no, to... Like you said, know exactly that they're going through this trial, and mm. all they really need to do is have trust in the law and trust in Allah, yep. be, you know, what I'm saying more like more calm and patient, and, and yep. realizing that, you know, what I'm saying good will come out of it. It's gonna be, it's gonna get a lot easier. You gotta be optimistic. You feel me? The but obstacle is the way. Exactly. Those obstacles are meant and designed to get you somewhere where you haven't, you wouldn't otherwise get to. Exactly. So my point was for me to say like. Like with that, what's it called? With that, uh, when that person told you about, it's a lot harder for that person to be kind. You mm. know what I'm saying? I think the reason why it's a lot harder for them to be kind mm. is because the only way they've experienced it is through negativity. So the only way to let it out is what? Negativity. Boom. Facts. You feel me? So it's like they have to like subconsciously, like you know what I'm saying, realize that. You know what I'm saying? Someone else goes through this. I know I was alone, but me helping that other person. Like, you know what somebody said to me, bro? Huh. Somebody said to me, like, I was working at I was working security one day. And this person said to me, and we were just vibing, talking, right? Mm-hmm. And this person said to me, man, you must have had it very easy. Well, like, this person said it to me. And you must have had it very easy because we were talking about life. And I was, you know, mm-hmm. this person said, man, you must have had it very easy. I said to this person, I said, I was like, oh, you're right. Mm. You're right. What do you mean? I must have had it very easy. Because everybody goes through different things. No, it's like, no, I just let them have it. Why? Because it's not a competition. Mm-hmm. I'm not competing to let you know what I've been through. Very true. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't have me be pushing you to be optimistic and look at the bright side. Yeah. You know why I'm telling you to come? Because that's the only way I managed to get through. So me telling you, it's not a cliche. Yeah. It's It's... It's what made is what's gonna make you survive, bro. Because if you are not optimistic, you're not gonna survive in this world. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not gonna survive. No, you're not. So you have no option to be optimistic. It's not something virtuous. It is virtuous, but that's the only option. People think right and wrong. You do have two options, but there's really only one option. Mm. People think right and wrong, and they say oh, there's an option to do right. It's an option to do wrong. Yes, there's a choice, but in reality, there's only one real option if you consider the cost of your life, your direction, your mm. outcome. The outcome that you want, there's only one. You know what I'm saying? The other one is going to lead you down the rails. There's no midway. There's only one way, and that's doing what's right. And that's what's going to get you where you need to be. So the sacrifice you're going to have to make, being optimistic, fake it till you make it. You better tell yourself, you better, no, look, you better tell yourself that it is good. You better tell yourself that I am capable, that I'm smart, that I'm strong, that I am able. You Mm -hmm. don't believe it? Say it to yourself. Because who, you know what I'm saying, besides your family and friends and all that stuff, who's your really number one motivator? Mm. Yourself. Thanks. You lack motivation, you ain't getting nothing done. But you have to believe in, I think, over time, action, like, self, like let's go into this, self-confidence or mm-hmm. se- self-esteem, real mm-hmm. quick. 
because I think this is what's going to help you. Like we talked about getting to know Allah because that's your fundamental. Yeah. But I think after that, it's going to be your self-esteem, mm-hmm. your belief in the, I took one class they call it the self-efficacy. So self-efficacy means your belief in your own capacities. Mm. Right. And we said this and it was in my theories of learning and teaching. But some yeah. students, they don't believe in themselves, so they don't try in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is your self-belief in yourself? What is your self-esteem like? If you develop that, it's going to be like a, your dean is going to be your shield. Yeah. Your self-esteem is going to be like your weapons. You're going to do something. You're going to conquer this world with it, inshallah, mm. with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to have a strong self-esteem. But if you have a low self-esteem, you know, and you don't have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh my God, you just naked in the battlefield. Yeah, you ain't protected. You know what I'm saying? What protection and do you have? Here's the thing I was going to say with self-esteem. You feel me? Put, stop allowing media to navigate your self-esteem. Because it's called or dictate your self-esteem. Yeah, dictate your self uh, self-esteem because it's called self-esteem. It's about you, right? Not the media or the other people. You feel me? Why other you say the media though? Because I feel like it plays a lot of role when it comes to because you see a lot of different things. Mm. So you're like, mm, I'm like this. Give me, give me an example. Like an example. Like let's say if you're in a relationship, right? Right. You see this husband or whatever you want to call him, you know, whatever. The Muslim couples. Yeah, Muslim couples, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person, he is taking that person May out. Allah he, protect your you relationships. Yeah, putting I mean, them out on social media Allah, like that. I mean, you feel me? And it's like they're doing something good. Right, right, right. right? And you and your partner see it. But not, or no, not everybody wants to see that. Like, yeah. Yeah, but then you and your partner see it and your partner feels some type of way and Ooh. you yourself. Start dictating and be like, mm, maybe I gotta act different. Maybe I gotta do this different. Maybe I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so life is deadly. You feel me? But it's called yourself. Yeah, but the thing is, people be doing the most. Uh, they be doing <laughs> acting, the most. Acting, bro. You feel me? It's, They're acting. No, but bro. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's acting, bro. You do it too, bro. Think of, it's a skit. Yeah, bro I, would, bro. I swear, like, bro, I'd be posting on TikTok for the talk you have, right? Yeah. And like, you know, the other side is the, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd be, I have to delete the app, bro. Cause they be doing the most like you can like Hollywood acting. Forget Hollywood, Bollywood acting. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like the worst acting I've ever seen. But guess mm-hmm. what? People buy into it. Exactly. So when you're in a real relationship and you see how hard a relationship is, very you, hard. You see, you see that you know rem- being romantic. You yeah. know you got you got to schedule that in. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? So because you forget for you're busy. You, yeah. Man, as a woman, even if you got kids, very you know, true. So you have these unrealistic. You got Bollywood telling you what a relationship is. Then you're gonna start what? Then you watching then, then you're, you're watching Bollywood, the girls are singing, the you think you know you Yeah, every time you're in the love scene, you think <laughs> you're supposed to be singing. It's you know so what I'm saying? Unrealistic. So that's what I'm saying. It right. puts that expectations on you and yeah, it's yeah. like now like it creates a problem. Mm. Even not only with that, like let's say if you're watching someone being successful, graduating and all that stuff and they're going into into their path when it comes to social media, Wait, right? Can you ask I have a question. Mm. Am I being negative right there though? No. Am I? Am I not? No, like, ask yourself. Like, if I'm saying that this looks like Bollywood, am I? I have to ask myself. Huh. Is that, is that an accurate assumption? Like Of you being negative? Right. Maybe I am. Maybe I could say, you know, this is the reality of their relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It, it, in all fairness, right. it cannot be an acting. Right. It's just There's them, the, always the possibility. Exactly. It's that possibility of them expressing their relationship to see for everyone right, to see. Right, right. You're which right. is only their right. You know what I'm right. saying? You can't say, oh, you can't do that. Well, that's true. But the thing is, a lot of people take that and want it for themselves and judge their partner. 
mm, because they're not that's doing where the it. negativity is that's where it comes from right 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 you feel me that's where in the relationship internally where it becomes you have self your self-esteem becomes lower mm. because your partner's telling you you're not doing this right mm. because look they're doing this <laughs> jay-z and beyonce look you know what i'm saying so it becomes about that and it's like it never works out. Right. Even when it comes to looking at somebody graduating college or someone having a good job or someone making winning the lottery or whatever Oof, it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? You see that and you're like, dang, why can I not do it? Mm, so, so it lowers right. your self-esteem. self-esteem. So do so not people, allow that's your self-esteem saying. to be per- compared to other people. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying it's called self-esteem, not other esteem. Right. You feel me? Deadly. Deadly. I but appreciate yeah, man. you, bro. Well, like, that's deadly, bro. I had to go on a rant real no, quick. No, no, that was real talk, bro. Like, your self-esteem should not... Although, yes, you know how your self-esteem actually functions, though? Mm. Your self-esteem functions... What the hell? A lot of cars today. Very. So, ready? So, your self-esteem, mm-hmm. what I find interesting, it is correlated with the social feedback that you get. What yeah. people telling you, what people are saying, oh, wow, mashallah, you look like this, you look that, oh, those are nice, this is mm-hmm. this. So you feel good about that. Like walk around, give someone a compliment, see how good they feel. Do that today. Give somebody a compliment. Compliment your siblings. Compliment, say something nice. Mm-hmm. They feel good. So you want validation. We all want validation. But I think what we have to ask ourselves, like when we connected with the dean, it's like, yeah. am I being validated from Allah? Ask us, ask us that. Ask us, are we, are are we, we so busy worried about other, other people? Is Allah pleased with me? Mm. I think if you know that, okay, wow. I'm doing the best I can. I'm avoiding this. I'm at least repenting. Yeah. I hope Allah is pleased with me. I'm that doing should, my best. You know what I'm saying? When you, you have that, that's confidence. Him. Yeah. You know, and then, Ilahi, you know, this I, was it you? I don't know. No, Jabril mentioned this. Subhanallah, mm. this was deadly. It says, there's a hadith about um, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves somebody, he commands the angel Jabril, calls him and says, I love this person, so love him. Mm. You see this? Watch what this happens. Mm-hmm. So make sure Allah loves you. And then what? Angel, angel Jibril loves you. And then what you. he commands? The angels of the heavens to love you. And then what happens after that? The people, the hearts to love you. And you know what I'm saying? We'll see. Of, amongst those people, whose hearts should be the ones that you want to be inclining towards you? Those hearts are upon khair. Those mm. hearts are upon goodness, inshallah. That's authentic hadith. I put I it on one of the episodes. one of you guys were saying that to me because f- you are saying... That's how you are when it comes to people. Mm. Like, you're such a loving person. You love everybody. Right. You feel me? Right. There's not, like, a person I'd go, but I don't hate you. No, it's, like, that, like, love naturally you show. Right. And it's a, it's kind of brotherhood thing. It's yeah. thing. It's based on what? Iman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Faith. Yeah. And there's one thing, alhamdulillah, like, when you have brothers, like, I have some brothers over here at the best masajid, mm-hmm. we go grab something to eat. And what? It's just people pushing you to memorize Quran. People who are pushing each other in the deen yeah. to come to the masajid and pray your salat at the masajid. Mm-hmm. That's that's real love. That's real positivity. That's, that's bro, it's people who want good for themselves. They'll want good for you, inshallah. Mm. Because why? They're holding themselves accountable, and therefore they know that they're capable of doing it, and inshallah, they want, they're pushing you to do the same thing. Sure. So people who are bettering themselves, mm-hmm. those, those people will never put you down from what I've seen. Who are better in their connection with Allah. That's the ultimate progression. So inshallah. Um, so yeah. Join a group of people. Who are also striving to get closer to Allah. And bettering themselves. Who are pushing themselves in their education. In their true. mindset. Reading books. And that's good energy to be around. Very true. And then for advice I would say. To add on to that is like. What's it called? Don't be afraid to fail. Because mm. you ain't made to be perfect. Right. 
You feel me? You fall, eight, fall, eight, uh, you fall down eight times, get up nine. And people will say negative things about you. Don't give them the satisfaction of showing that it bothers you. Boom. If you're hurt, take that sting. Go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Go with that sujood. Let it, don't give them the satisfaction that it hurts you. I would not do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it hurt. I'm taking it straight to Allah. And by the way, what happens after that? Allah will soften your heart towards them. Well, that's what happens. Allah will soften your heart towards them and He'll incline you to better yourself. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, alhamdulillah. Anyways, that was a deadly episode. Navigate oh, negativity. Wow. Very true. And you know? With the energy this time. <laughs> For those who don't know, yeah, we tried it earlier. Yesterday. Didn't work out. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Now we're recording episodes in the daytime only now. Yes. You know, alhamdulillah. So, inshallah, we're glad that you guys enjoyed this. If you guys did, you stuck out this long. So, inshallah, you did. Man, go ahead, share it with some loved ones. Oh, if you guys hear a cat, yeah, there's a cat eating here. I can't stand this dude. Hey, ignore him. Anyways, we want to wrap up this episode. Is that Mars? Yeah. Anyways, inshallah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Talk Ya Haq. Go ahead, like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you. Peace.